0: What? Hello, 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 hello. This is Backwash. I am John from Adam And I'm Adam, zombieologist on Twitter. And we were recording this just as South by Southwest ends, although <laughs> you'll probably hear it like a month from now. <laughs> um, so, Adam, have, have you ever been to South by Southwest?
1: Nope, I haven't yet to go. I have had friends go for the interactive portion and for do you, the concerts. Do you, uh, you want to go? Not anymore. It seems so... Yeah. Everything there is just to activate brands. And I can't handle that. It seems like completely sold out in every degree and measures. doesn't look like that I feel more.
0: like it's something I should attend once in my life. But I also feel like I missed the boat on it. Like, I've been to Comic-Con and I've been to Coachella. But both times, it was before Comic-Con and Coachella became what, what they, they have become.
1: What they are now. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, like, South by Southwest... I don't know.
1: I heard nothing about the musical portion of South by this year at all. In reading, in anything, I saw nothing. So obviously nothing interesting happened or was going on.
0: No. I saw that Vince Staples insulted Spotify while performing on the Spotify stage. Oh. And I saw that Drake appeared unannounced. I also read this on Kotaku this news tidbit, it said Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice, a Sonic game, will be out for the 3DS on September 27th. The release date was revealed at the South by Southwest 25th anniversary Sonic the Hedgehog panel. <laughs> I wonder, like, what even is South by Southwest anymore?
1: So this video game reveal was was like you, a big you have, deal? You have
0: a Sonic the Hedgehog panel, you have Obama... You have a film festival, you have concerts, you have sports bloggers on panels. You have a a Suicide Squad tattoo parlor where you can get real and fake Suicide Squad design tattoos. And I, I heard about the Suicide Squad Tattoo Parlor, and I texted my friend, Stephen, who who attends South by Southwest uh, yearly. And I'm like, you should go to the Suicide Squad Tattoo Parlor. And he replies, Yo, fuck, too many things. I want to go to the Mr. Robot Ferris wheel. <laughs> and I'm like, what?
1: Would anybody even <laughs> know that? How? It's so, ridiculous.
0: Yeah, like, what? It feels like just anything and everything descends it, on Austin.
1: Well, it's a it's just a it's a carnival. It's just throw everything a carnival at the of wall what,
0: though? like a carnival of everything that, that that's illogical
1: right it, it, none of it sounds interesting or good if you want to go get video game reveals then go to a video game conference everything you named none of it had anything to do with music except for a surprise appearance by drake that was notable and i heard nothing i didn't even hear about that i didn't know it was there obviously i just nothing floated to the top this year i heard nothing it just seems so it seems so boring I can't imagine, I, I mean, how much, are people are still going in the in droves, so that's, attendance isn't an issue, I don't think, right?
0: But what are they attending for?
1: What are they going for? I have no idea. It seems like the interactive portion of it, the tech stuff, is, is a pretty big deal still. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like that's what a lot of people go for instead of other things, but obviously you got to be in the tech sphere for that, but then it's just an excuse to hang around for a couple more days and watch some music after the tech stuff's over.
0: And then... And then you have this weird confluence with
1: brands.
0: It's like I was reading Adweek, and I want to share some of the articles.
1: Uh, Are you going to activate oh, me? you going to do some brand activation?
0: Yeah. Like, South by Southwest attendees can paint their own virtual reality Happy Meal box, McDonald's. NASA is using virtual reality at South by Southwest to remind people that its space programs still exist. <laughs> Good God. Um. Mophie put dogs on motorcycles to promote phone batteries.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Um, oh, here we go. This is the headline. Why American Greetings, the greeting card company, disrupted South by Southwest's digital spirit with an analog activation.
1: Ooh, there we go. We've got keywords going on now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Analog and digital are not at war. They are complementary. Uh, <laughs> Uh festival go festival goers can try their hand at do-it-yourself printmaking and pop-up cards. American greetings calls this paper engineering. They also can learn about lettering techniques. It's called fucking Get a print. self get a yeah. <laughs> get a selfie stitched with thread but fill in a coloring book mural or create an analog gif gif and then record a video to share on social.
1: Who are the pe- do people stand in line for this stuff? It's this is- is mind-boggling we- <laughs> this is as bad as autographs that we talked about before this is yeah. this is insane
0: oh how the budweiser garage brewed up an immersive experience for south by southwest attendees Easily the most interesting experience in the garage is a 4D immersive reality Budweiser brewery tour. Attendees strap on a VR headset and are transported to Anheuser-Busch's St. Louis facility where they go on a multi-sensory journey, getting to see, hear, smell, and finally taste how Budweiser is made.
1: Uh, (laughs) Two of those I wouldn't want to be involved in with Budweiser. It's the smell and the taste. Fucking Uh, fart machine uh, in there.
0: Finally. Hershey's. Take 5 candy bar. Let South by Southwest festival goers exchange swag for things they actually wanted. When we think about the Take 5 bar, it's all about what we like to call the ultimate remix creation. In our activations, we try to create remixed experiences that take a fresh perspective for our millennial audience.
1: That um, that, so they- <laughs> that paragraph right there is absolutely disgusting. Everything that was just said. By...
0: <laughs> By remixing the South by Southwest swag experience, Take 5, a candy bar, gave consumers a gamified version of that experience, uh, as well as a taste of the brand's identity. I, so, I
1: think you should read that paragraph, everything about that, <laughs> to like someone who's over 45 and just look at the, the, their face to see if they even understood anything you just said.
0: Okay, so South by Southwest attendees were able to swap branded merchandise for things they might actually want, like ponchos, flasks, portable iPhone projectors, reservations at impossible-to-reserve restaurants, and a $250 gift card for a meal. So it's like tickets at a arcade, you know, where you play skee-ball, and you win the tickets, and you exchange them for...
1: Other things that you might uh, want.
0: yeah, A stuffed animal. Ugh. So this is uh, Hershey's... <laughs> Take five candy bar swag exchange. Uh, uh, why would so, anyone want I mean, to go to this? So now you have, you have greeting cards, dis- <laughs> greeting cards, candy bars, McDonald's, Mr. Robot, Obama.
1: <laughs> Nothing in in there would ever convince me that I need to go to this anymore. I think, I mean, this people have been saying it for years that this, the, f- the festival has just been cooked. I mean, it's, it's overdone now. It's been in the oven too long.
0: Speaking of brands, I was thinking, you know, you know how like brands will uh, engage with consumers or just regular people on social media? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, like Hamburger Helper will, will tweet funny stuff or Taco Bell. I, w- I was thinking, imagine if social media was around for Joe Camel. And you, you had Joe Camel tweeting and tweeting people and... Um, Spend those Camel Insta, bucks. You know, yeah, Joe, Joe Camel and Instagram photos.
1: Uh, man, Camel uh, had some I, good swag, if annoyed. you're talking about swag. My dad got um, a bunch of that when he smoked because he smoked Camel. So he had his little tin full of the money. And then we'd go and look through the book and see what there was to get. They had good stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, or, or, or like the, the Noid noiding about pizza a California raisins.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of missed opportunities for character based brands that are no longer around anymore.
0: Yeah. And related. I, I, I read that, uh, Dan Harmon is making a stop motion animated film. This, uh, called bubbles. It's about the story of Michael Jackson's life from the perspective of his pet chimp. And, uh, it says, the script has been considered a very inventive way to tell an unauthorized story of Jackson without needing permission. And I think it would be interesting if you did, like, the rise and fall of smoking through...
1: Joe Camel. Uh,
0: the perspective of Joe, Joe Camel, yeah.
1: I would watch that. Would... It's, like,
0: it's like Joe Camel's, like, Harley Sheen, right? Yeah, Boogie Nights with Joe Camel.
1: Well, like an adult situation, like adult... That would be good. I would watch. I would watch this project.
0: So um, I'm in Los Angeles right now. I've I've been traveling a lot this year, and thus I've been I've been packing a lot. And I wonder how sneakerheads travel. Shoes take up a lot of space in luggage. And I suppose if you can afford to buy tons of shoes, you can afford to pay f- for checked baggage. But I don't know. I don't know how you can be a sneakerhead and and and, uh, and 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 like to travel. Are, are there sneakerheads backpacking through Europe with like
1: more than one pair know, of shoes? Five
0: pairs of shoes. Yeah.
1: Well, it's certainly inconvenient. I if I ever travel, I just go somewhere with. I just pick one pair of shoes and just roll the dice and hopefully they get me through the whole situation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I I, I travel one pair of shoes that I could work out in, that I could walk around in, etc. But. You know, sticker like their clothes to match their shoes and, I don't know, things that make you go, hmm, right?
1: Yeah, if I knew someone rich enough um, in, in that situation, I'd ask them how they do it. But
0: Yeah, oh, here's some more travel stuff. Um, I feel like hotels need to offer liquid hand soap in their rooms. Some do, typically lower-end hotels, but it's weird, like, if you poop and then you have to wash your hand with, like, a bar of like it says like face soap or whatever whatever they put next to the sink but it's it just doesn't feel as clean and as effective as as liquid liquid hand soap
1: you're not so as like you're as a body wash uh soap you don't use a like bar the, the, soap the,
0: the, the soap they put in the sink is the same soap they put in the shower sure. so you're basically like using the same soap for everything
1: well nobody brings uh, hand soap with them you know you're gonna bring like body wash for the shower maybe but you're not going to bring a bar or, or, you're not going to bring yeah, hand soap use,
0: yeah so
1: they want you want it provided
0: i want to provide it provided. and i've i I've been to some hotels where they do provide it it's like a you know dispenser that they just refill yeah and i think it should be standard you know it shouldn't be like hbo where the ch- the cheapo hotels have it for free and and the uh, the more expensive ones don't although that's not the case anymore
1: well a gross bar of soap a bar of soaps grosser to me than like the appearance of you know a, a soap dispenser. It's, it's just
0: weird to like. It's just weird to wash your hands after you like, you know, you use the toilet and then use that same bar of soap perhaps to wash your face. And then you have activated mini bars where if you just like make the slightest movement, they just charge you for whatever you you may or may not have removed. Sure. From, yeah, you just can't go and uh, fuck
1: around on those things because you, you you'll end up spending money you didn't know you spent.
0: So two things. One, the older I get, the more I, I want hotel rooms to have fridges i can use and the thing with like an activated minibar is you can't put other stuff like just random stuff you buy inside the you can't store it in there because it's going to affect the the weight of the
1: like if you had leftover um, food the, or something
0: yeah yeah you're, basi- you're basically screwed and secondly th- this could be like a, a jenga type game right or you try to remove a can of soda from an activated mini bar without triggering the sensor,
1: like the swap. Yeah, do do you like the Indiana Jones swap a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
0: Well, back to washing hands. I, I I run into this conundrum a lot, particularly when I eat fried chicken or or just any food with my hands. I'll, I'll be at a restaurant. I'll be in, let's just say chicken tenders for now, and I'll eat it. And, yes. <laughs> and and then I'll and then and then I'll go use the washroom right i go inside and the the conundrum is do i wash my hands first or do i i pee first cuz i always want to pee too when i go to wash my hands and so you either get or risk getting grease on on your on your dick in your underwear <laughs> or how messy you are have you, to wash, or you wash your hands and then you pee and then you have to wash your hands again which is you know, wasteful. It's inefficient and it wastes water because you're washing your hands twice. And there's just, just no good solution to this.
1: Maybe you need to put on some sort of glove. That's wasteful too, though.
0: Glo- do you you put on a glove to eat chicken. or You put on a glove after you've eaten the chicken, and you're <laughs> you put on a glove to pee. It, there's a the lot of waste
1: on? no matter what if you do that. Yeah. I just don't so. care about the waste, so maybe I just wash before and after. But
0: and, you know, because you know, it's always like. It's always two paper towels because one is never enough. I saw this uh, headline on on the AV Club, Jake Johnson to keep the undead dead, Tom Cruise young in Mummy reboot. And I thought, Tom Cruise, what? And then I realized that Tom Cruise is going to be in a Mummy reboot.
1: Yes, Universal is doing... They're monsters. <laughs> they're doing their monster movies, and that's the first of the bunch, right? And
0: and they somehow netted Tom Cruise for it, right? They're banking big big upgrade from Brendan Fraser.
1: They're they're banking big on these ones.
0: And I was just thinking, like, have you seen? Have you heard? Of, uh, well, I'm sure you've heard about this um, Huntsman, two the pre- the prequel sequel.
1: Yes, I've seen the it- first one. <laughs> uh, I've seen it, unfortunately. Yes.
0: Who 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 asked for this? This Huntsman two.
1: I don't know what like, the first one made, but apparently some money.
0: The first one was profitable, but like, do we really need a Snow White prequel?
1: Uh, no, we don't. We didn't need the first one, but it was.
0: I don't think we think Snow White is in the second one. Like Kristen's too No, she's what? not in it. She's not in it. So okay, like, uh, this is Universal. They got a Mummy reboot with Tom Cruise. They got this. Huntsman movie that I don't know anyone Asked for It's like by unpopular demand By negative popular demand
1: Another one to add to our Who's this for Who's this fucking fork podcast That we don't have yet
0: I mean let's go through I'm looking through uh, Universal's slate Neighbors (laughs) 2 Sorority sorority Rising My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 The Huntsman 2 The Purge 3 Mm-hmm. We should wager on whether the purge, whether Universal will have to delay the release of the purge if something, ha- you know, if it hits too close to real life,
1: oh, based on uh, its, based on what it's about, like the political nature of it,
0: yeah, like how Mr. Robot had to delay that episode last year.
1: So you think uh, you think they're definitely like just whole, crossing their fingers that there's no tragedy, like right before.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you, you you can't have an assassination attempt on any of these candidates. That's going to screw up their Independence Day box office. Jason Bourne, which is the fifth one, right? Yes. Bridget Jones' baby. Oh, I was unaware
1: should... of that one.
0: It's the third one. Ooh. Ouija uh, <laughs> 2. Again, like with the Huntsman. Who's asking for this? Fifty Shades Darker, okay. The Mummy. Fast Eight, Despicable Me Three, Pitch Perfect Three, Another How the Grinch Stole Christmas.
1: Is that animated or is that a live action? I
0: think that one's animated. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fif- Fifty Shades Freed, Jurassic World Two.
1: Well, in fast between two. there is slated another Universal Monsters film, which right. one we don't know yet.
0: Uh, it could be Mummy Two, right?
1: I think they're they'll jump to another one and then they'll do they'll the. They'll do Mummy
0: a Frankenstein two. one, right? Yeah. Dracula. Fast Nine, Fast. That's incredible that there's 10 of these fast films.
1: They slated up until 2021 as of now. <laughs>
0: I, like when, when did the first one come out? Two, like
1: 2001? 2001?
0: Do you realize like, by the time the Fast and Furious franchise wrapped up, there are going to be kids of legal drinking age who were... Who were born um, within
1: the entire franchise.
0: <laughs> yes. Who lived through the entire Fast and Furious y- run. Yeah,
1: the first one's 2001.
0: Yeah, we've ne- we've never known a world without Fast and Furious.
1: They've always they've exi- they're Fast and the Furious babies. They've yeah. existed there in-, in their entire lives. That's ridiculous. Um, I'm gonna be honest. There's not a lot on that slate that uh but is the exciting. Thing, the thing
0: it? is, the thing is, they only plot out like sequels. You know, studios will probably pick up other.
1: Yeah, there'll be other stuff in between here that might be uh, good.
0: Universal made Bank last year, and Universal doesn't have any superhero franchises, so.
1: Yeah, they had a pretty good year. I mean, so, Jurassic, hence, Jurassic you know, World was was big money.
0: Hence, Huntsman Two, Ouija Two, got a, got a.
1: I'm looking for straight out of Compton can't. too. That's what I like.
0: They're doing like the Tupac film, right? Yeah. But anyway, let's look at uh, upcoming slates for the two more tragic studios, Sony and Paramount. We got Sony's this year, Fifth Wave Bomb. Oh. Risen, Jesus movie, Brothers Grimsey, bomb, Miracles from Heaven, Jesus movie, Angry Birds movie. I'm calling bomb. This is a little too little, too late. No, that Not that even is too little. It's just too
1: late. That is way too late.
0: Ghostbusters, which is uh, uh, we'll I, see.
1: I'm gonna say a critical disappointment. It's probably gonna make money.
0: Magnificent Seven.
1: Who's casted in that?
0: That is a weird cast: Denzel Washington, Chris Pratt, Ethan Hawke, Vincent D'Onofrio, wow.
1: Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, huh.
0: It's an Anton Fuqua film, so it's a it's a it's a Denzel. It's a Denzel uh,
1: Fuqua piece.
0: It's a Denzel, yeah, Magnificent Seven, uh, Inferno, which is like the third Da Vinci Code film. Again,
1: I never saw the second one.
0: Yeah, who who who, who? Smurfs three. barbie barbie is that live action yeah bad boys 3 another spider-man juman a a remake of jumanji (laughs) it's a little too soon i think um the emoji movie
1: yeah i heard about that one
0: the equalizer the equalizer 2 this is just because we want to stay in business with denzel i think
1: yeah they'll just write him checks and that'll probably be a cheap movie in a it's like Denzel's Taken. It just kind of you just you make it, yeah, you yeah. cash the checks, and everybody kind uh, of comes out ahead.
0: Blade Runner Two, you. I wonder, like, what if Harrison Ford dies before well, he can make? We
1: I talk about this all the time. Motherfucker wrecked an airplane, an old timey airplane, into the middle of a golf course. How I mean, is he? He is. How, he is, he is He's risking himself every movie he makes. He's just breaking something, and then he'll go even on his even on his off time. He's still out there just risking his life. He's breaking his legs on sets, and then he's going in an old time airplane and bombing down into the ground. He's gonna. He's be- not young, <laughs> and he looks. He uh, he doesn't look good at all. They're gonna have to like Benjamin Button him in some in Indiana Jones.
0: Uh, Hotel Transylvania three, Untitled animated Spider Man film, Bad Boys four.
1: Oh, they have two bad boys on the charts here.
0: And doesn't Sony also want to do like a Spider-Man universe, like a Venom film?
1: Well, they still never got the Sinister Six thing launched, which was yeah, what also, they were trying to do last time and didn't work.
0: They want to do that 21 Jump Street Men in Black, Men in Black <laughs> crossover.
1: Who the fuck is that for? Uh,
0: well, the thing is they're going to recast the Men in Black and... And so they can do more Men in Black films, right? They can reboot Men in Black.
1: I w- yeah, obviously, because Will Smith is not going to be involved in that.
0: So I mean, this is dire. This is like Barbie and Angry Birds and j- Emoji movie.
1: It's it's not good. It looks and, and the, the, the sad. thing
0: is like I like Bad Boys. I loved Bad Boys too, but the problem with that is. Since Bad Boys Two, the Fast and Furious franchise has kind of stolen its thunder.
1: When it comes to action, big action pieces,
0: ridiculous action pieces, yeah. Yeah. And so, Bad Boys Three and Bad Boys Four. I, you know, I think they should reboot the Bad Boys franchise and have like Kevin Hart and Drake.
1: (sighs) Kevin Hart doesn't have time. He's making a movie a minute. You can't fit in the the time oh, of it would take. Of course, he has with.
0: time to do this.
1: <laughs> I don't want him to have time to do it. Is the thing?
0: Right. It's, just be, it's just you. just being petty.
1: No, I it's think yeah, there's plenty of other black actors out there. Young young kids, give them, give them a shot. Kevin Hart's got his thing. He's all right. He's cashing checks. Give it to somebody else.
0: You know who I liked? Uh, Chris Hart's brother is on that Netflix show Love. I think he's the best part of that show, and. He could do it. All right, let's go to Paramount. Uh, Zoolander two. Uh, my f- my friend Hugo thinks it's like the funniest comedy of the past decade.
1: I I I question his perhaps his yeah. sense of humor, but I haven't seen it.
0: All right, so let's go to Paramount. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two two. This is not the secret of the ooze. This is out of the shadows. Okay, Star Trek Beyond. Ben Hur. Jack Reacher Two, Rings, which is the Ring Three, another Friday the Thirteenth film, Triple X Three, The Return of Xander Cage, Baywatch, World War Z Two, Transformers Five, Romeo and Juliet, Sherlock Gnomes, and another Romeo and Juliet, uh, Transformers Six, SpongeBob Three, Transformers Seven. Wow! I'm sure. I'm sure. Ten, I'm sure. Like. Three more Transformers, Transformers X, right? It's where they're Headed.
1: Oh, certainly, because that's going to look they, real cool on a poster. And they,
0: they also talked about like lower budget Transformers films, like the Bumblebee spinoff.
1: Well, and, and they already are making them for cheaper because they changed the way they animated how they've they changed the into the you know, robot from a car to a robot so i didn't
0: i i didn't see the last i didn't see transformers oh
1: it's so obvious to go oh well they changed how they transform and it's like well you point at and you just go well it's because it's cheaper to animate they probably saved you figure at
0: this time like they should have all the assets right animating them should not be that hard
1: well they did they kind of went above and beyond especially the first couple like the first two three okay but you think they're getting easier uh, you would one would think but i think th- when it comes to animation studios i think they probably changed every time because every every studio goes bankrupt as soon as they put out a big movie isn't that how it works <laughs> well, <laughs> i would
0: i mean i transformers is just industrial light and magic so yeah, yeah.
1: well okay i guess that one's probably not going out of business but Ooh, we'll have them until just... we're dead
0: so uh universal is leaning on fast and furious and paramount is leaning on transformers so you got uh, Fox is leaning on X Men, Disney is leaning on Marvel, and and Star Wars. Yes. And uh, Warner Brothers is leaning on uh, uh,
1: DC. Well, the tent the tentpole films and what's propping these studios up are very obvious when you look at these lists here.
0: Ugh. I mean, just The Ring Three, Jack Reacher Two. This it, it's not it doesn't seem to take a lot to get a sequel nowadays.
1: I mean, I think you just got to come out a little ahead, and they're like, "All right, I know this Ben Hur remake is not gonna do well, but I'm surprised they keep giving Timur Bekamakov a, like a chance. I'm glad they do because he's ridiculous. But this movie's got to be so bad. Do you think is there'll be like a Ben a- Ben Hur two if it if it uh, if it does well? Do you think it'll get a Ben Hur two?
0: They did a uh, God's Not Dead two, starring Melissa Joan Hart, and like Miracles from Heaven is a a, a Jesus sequel anything i mean we're talking about the huntsman too <laughs> after after that like nothing surprises
1: me anything is possible
0: are you excited for fear the walking dead
1: no i don't want <laughs> anything else to watch especially not that
0: i i'm surprised that amc is airing it against game of thrones
1: it's a bold uh, move
0: yeah we know which one is going to win
1: yeah, they, it's the... Despite
0: like, despite, like, The Walking Dead, you know, is is the most popular show on television and definitely carryover between viewership. But I don't know.
1: I don't know anyone who's looking forward to this. I mean, nobody I know talks about this one and you don't see anything up until it's so, run up to, to air.
0: Yeah, we have some details. Um, the prequel series will kick off its second half with a mild time jump. They're now on a... Uh, extravagant yacht as mm-hmm. LA burns. So, two clips. The first features everyone on the yacht and the survivors debating whether or not they can trust the owner of the yacht as they head for San Diego. The second clip depicts the the junky son underwater about to be attacked by a bloated zombie floating along the top of the water.
1: So we got a zombie
0: cruise, huh?
1: A little bit of zombie water stuff could be all right. That's like some zombie two stuff, the movie.
0: There, are, there are fifteen episodes this season. Are they gonna like? And there will be threats and obstacles on sea and on land. So it's a zombie cruise.
1: Just you just move on to a cruise. Is yeah. Is Weezer on this cruise? <laughs> is,
0: is is that a real thing? Like a zombie cruise? You know how they have like zombie walks and.
1: I haven't seen a zombie-themed yeah. theme cruise.
0: You know, there's an idea. But, yeah, like, um, I don't know. Uh, Walker, I just...
1: Walker Stalker Cruise. February oh, 3rd really? through the 6th, 2017.
0: So wh- what could you do on this cruise?
1: Well, let's take a peek here. Uh, so they must have had one event already. What do they do? They're pre-selling for the next one, so I don't know. They're sailing from Miami on Norwegian Pearl. February okay. of next year. I don't really know what they did. It just looks like a bunch of people kind of dressed like zombies. We have to no. dig into this more. I don't see a whole lot of information.
0: So, okay. zombie cruise. Anyway, back, back back to fear the walking dead. Like, I got it mixed up with The Last Man on Earth because that show also ended with a a yacht in in Los Angeles. That show blew up its yacht. And so this show, they got on a <laughs> yacht. They're they're sailing so I wonder if this show just becomes like they sail from you know San Diego to Mexico to through the Panama Canal until they you know they can meet up with with Rick and his crew for a crossover event. I
1: got a right? fu- I have a funny feeling that this boat this yacht situation is going to turn into like a little bit of Lost Temple and they're going to burn some time out on it somehow.
0: I'm sh- I'm sure like they can know. they
1: can probably stretch just getting on or you know. Preparing to be on the boat if they're not already on the boat by the time it starts, which I suspect they are. If they're going to do a time jump, they can ride burn three or four episodes of just boat drama. Well, you,
0: you know how, like, uh, Walking Dead mothership will find a city and just stay there <laughs> for a whole season, they'll just be on the boat the whole time. Yeah,
1: I mean, you, you build, you know, you set up your stage, you they they use it to the bitter end until they end up burning it down or it gets taken over, and then they'll move on to the next set piece.
0: Uh, so, it's exhausting. Dead, yeah. It's too much. Just you know what? Like, there's 15 episodes of Fear the Walking Dead, and there's 16 Walking Dead's. That's what 31. So, 31 out of 52 weeks of the year, AMC is running a Walking Dead show.
1: I feel like this one, they should they should really just trim it back. Just make it a tight, make it as tight as you can in 10 or 11, 12. You know, speaking 12? of trimming back,
0: like I I finished Daredevil and.
1: In um, one day, or in one day, uh, you, are, you are you
0: are insane. And Marvel's Netflix shows feel so long, you know.
1: But they go the full. They do the full.
0: Some of something. I was so like really relieved when the pilot, the, the first, the, the premiere was like forty eight minutes. This isn't good. You
1: shouldn't. You shouldn't be relieved well, that something is over. What, <laughs> this what, is becoming work.
0: I I wish like. And, st- and also, it's, it's 13 episodes of these Marvel shows, right? When 10 is the new 13 on yes. television. I, I feel like they should they should be like Sherlock seasons where it's like three 90-minute episodes because that that's how these Marvel Netflix show seasons are structured anyway. The, the, the first four show. is like a Punisher arc, and then they do an Electra arc, you know, and then they do a, a stick arc. And you could, could just be like three 90-minute, you know, Mini, you know, television films, right?
1: Well, and it wouldn't feel like you're slogging through them. I mean, it, you you'd get it in a chunk, and if it it probably feel way more satisfying, and you're not looking at the clock, going, "This is, yeah. is going to be and over."
0: It, and it was also weird in that episodes would end, and, and you know, Netflix shows are structured so that you want to end on a cliffhanger, so people want to go to the next episode. Yeah, but like they would, they, they would be setting up a big fight and just as they're about to fight the show ends which is such a weird it's not it's not a cliffhanger that's just just denying people the actual fight and then the next episode begins with the fight which that's, is that's that's me. right that's, i just feel like and it happened like a like a few times and i feel like um you got to end you got to close the loop on your fights or your scenes you don't just cut it in the middle for you know
1: well they're letting the base drop in the next episode that's it's it's that's so super weird shitty
0: so weird to stop start an episode of the fight you set up in the previous one.
1: Is it any good? This season It is okay.
0: Oh, I, I I just got I got increasingly confused because the story gets really weird <laughs> with like yakuza and well, immortality could... and yeah.
1: some something called like the black sky. Is it getting a little mystical and stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah. It just gets a little like okay, you know, and then there's. A really poor, the the lawyers they represent the Punisher in court, <laughs> and it becomes like this is like the worst. They're like the worst lawyers ever. The trial is just you you're missing whole chunks of the trial, and it, and it just like suddenly ends. <laughs> huh. it's, it's very odd.
1: The the trial stuff is not laid out very well. Then you're the trial go-
0: stuff is not. Laid, and then the way the Punisher gets out of prison is. Don't uh, don't give
1: it away. I got to watch this. Yeah. Well, All right. I'll get I'll swing them back. I'll swing back around to it. The only trial I want to be watching right now is People vs OJ. Get Shapiro into into the Netflix series. Get that Travolta Shapiro in there. I'd be stoked on it.
0: All right, that's it for this episode. You can find me elsewhere on adamriff.com and on Twitter at AdamRiffs with an S at the end.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at zombieologist. And you email us at backwashaudio at com. You can leave us some iTunes feedback. That would be great. And we'll see you around.